Hey guys, it's Jesse and Hannah, and this might be a low energy episode because we lost eleven lives on Saturday, and it fucking sucks. We did. I also almost died on Saturday, just to add a little bit of levity. I didn't actually almost die, but I okay. did have eleven drinks, and I had a hangover so bad on Sunday, I legitimately thought I might die. I was asking my friend if I was gonna die. And I, I, I had to. I was flying home, and I had to have a wheelchair in the airport because I could not move. Like oh my I God. was so sick. It was awful. Um, so don't have eleven drinks, children. Even wow. if you are with your ex-fiance and his new girlfriend, and yeah, how was that? I think it went as well as it possibly could have. Like I'm good friends with the new girlfriend. Like she's great. So we hung out the whole night. And I hung out with my ex-fiance okay. the whole night. I accidentally told him that I was pregnant in high school, which I had never told him. And he really could have <gasps> gone his whole life not knowing. So I do owe an explanation on that. Um, oh, my God. What did he do? What was his he reaction? He was pretty shocked, but we kind of blew past it because we were both really drunk. Um, and I hung out with my old friends. And I almost slept with a man. I was so close. He was, I know, but he was real gorgeous, and I was very drunk, and my friend said he was a great guy, and he seemed to be a real great guy, so I was sitting with him, talking with him, and we made out for a while, but he was so fucking drunk, like, he was drunker than I was, and he was not capable of consenting to things, so he just went home eventually, which was for the best, because he was really fucking drunk, this poor kid. Wow. But, um, but I did not have sex with a man, so that's good. I can't I believe you almost actually had sex with the man. I'll do it when I'm again. drunk. I'll have sex with the Jewish guy if I'm drunk. Wow. Mm. I finally ordered some Jewish jewelry. So oh, I'm going to have a high like Jenny. Nice. So good. It took me so long to find a piece that I liked from a Jewish designer. Yeah. Like there would be so many cute ones on Etsy and then I go to their shop and they also sewed crosses and I was like, nope, you're out. So yep. I found one. It's coming from Israel. It's from a Jewish designer. Good. Nice. But yeah, we lost 11 Jews this weekend. Yeah. I just pivoted away from that to talk about my own shit because uh, I found out right before I was going to this wedding and I was like, I need to tamp that down. I'm really drunk. Yeah. I need to put that in a box. Yeah. My family. I've been drinking we, like, almost haven't... every night since. So like, that's great. My yeah. family, we haven't talked about it. Like we're just haven't yeah my family does not get it my grandma called me the other day to be like yeah are you okay and I was like uh well it happened 10 minutes away from my house and I used to work at the synagogue that's down the street from it so like not really yeah but at the same time I was like I'm fine grandma (laughs) I know nobody knows what to say to us yeah and it's and then I have people, like, other Jews are checking in to see if I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it just hasn't hit me yet or if I just am sort of okay. I don't know. But I sort of feel like I'm letting people down by not being more emotional about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then non-Jews just have avoided the subject with me entirely because they don't know. Yeah, I feel like non-Jews have completely forgotten that it even happened. It's already a gun violence debate and not a hate crime for them. I, I got quoted in Tablet Magazine about that. I think it's important that it should yes, still right. be both, you know? Yeah, me too. Like, me too. Yeah. Um, I got quoted in Tablet Magazine complaining about people just making a gun violence issue yesterday, so 
That was exciting. Um, my book mm. also came out yesterday. So. Yes, and I got it. Yeah, it arrived at my house. So it's been a big week between the the dead Jews and then me and Miss Having Sex with a Man and then my book coming out. And yeah. It's just the a variety of events. yesterday. Yep. Yeah. All right. Both like my grandparents are in the hospital right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, independently of each other. So they're in Portland right now. They spend half the year in Portland and half the year in Maryland. And my grandfather started having some issues. So he was in the hospital. And then, like, the day after, my grandmother started having issues. So now she's in the hospital. So now they're just in, like, separate hospital rooms at the same hospital. And I'm like, God, being old is awful. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So is my aunt's flying out there. Is anyone going to, like, go out and... Oh, your aunt's yeah. now. Okay. My aunt's good. going. And then after she's there, my other aunt is going to take a shift. My dad's not doing anything because he's fucking useless. Uh, he's a terrible son. I don't know why my mother, my grandmother hasn't disowned him. But, yeah, there's just, like, a lot going on right now. Yeah. And I'm overwhelmed by it and avoiding my life. Yeah. 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 But the L word... Yeah, I guess we can talk about the L word, which is stupid <laughs> and pointless. Um, so this episode, absolutely fucking nothing happened. I'm trying to think of anything that happened. Um, uh, oh my god. What? I, I mean, I guess just nothing happened. I guess we had Max's party, but even that was like a stepping stone towards something. It's not like... Yeah. like we So we met the documentary filmmaker who is going to be Helena's new love interest. Mm, yeah. So, like, we met her, we, you know, introduced the idea that Max is trans, mm-hmm. um, Bet went to the homeland, a.k.a. D.C., <laughs> um, and met with a Senate lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, and, like, nothing happened. Dana didn't have cancer for one more episode. Or, I mean, she's got it, but it's just hanging out. Um Yeah. Alice, I guess, was fired. She, I don't think she was actually fired. Cause How is I'm she not sure she fired? Continues to work there. I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't remember her working that. there, like, all the way through six seasons, so I don't know for sure. Jesus. Yeah, it really, nothing happened, this one. Um, and it wasn't terrible. It just was super uneventful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, there's... It almost like I feel like there's nothing to fucking talk about. We can we can do it. We can do it. Um, so our couples this episode are I would say, well, Beth's kind of alone, but we can talk about her and Tina. Um, yeah, they just like don't even love each other even a little bit anymore. Okay, let's talk about them because there are no redeeming qualities to this couple, at all. There's no reason for them to be together. We didn't have any time of them being happy after they got back together in the last season. They were immediately miserable again. They, they're clearly not having sex. They're not communicating. And they hate each other. Yep. This is so frustrating to watch. I can't imagine anyone wants them to be together. Yeah. So I just don't really know what the show is trying to do here. If it's trying to set these two up as our big couple... All we've done together is seen them be miserable. They were miserable from the very first episode, like when they were in counseling and the doctor's like, don't have a baby. And they've been miserable that whole time and this whole show. And they're awful together. They don't yeah. care about each other. No, they don't. So what is the show doing with them? I absolutely could not tell you. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, I'm at a total loss. And then Bet like calls her from the senator's office 
place and is like, I don't know if she was asking permission to sleep with her or if she was just trying to make her jealous or like what was going on there. But Tina I was not giving her anything. I wanted her to know that it had happened and I think she was like unsure what to do. Yeah, I just am so confused by that. She should have slept with the senator. I mean, fuck Tina. Yeah, the senator was hot. Yeah. I've seen that actress in a lot of things. Like, I can't put my finger on what I really know her from, but I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that chick from that thing. Uh, um, her name is Dana Delaney. Let me pull it up. I so think she's just, like, she... been in episodes of lots of things. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Um, I'll check her. And too. if Wikipedia would ever load, I could tell you, but I can't. Dana um, Delaney. She went to Wesleyan. That's fun. Um, she born the day after Girl she, Scout Day. It's my weird holiday that I know. It's March 12th. Yeah. She was in a lot of things that I've never even heard of. Let's so check her I out. don't know what you would have seen her in. Let's see. Oh, oh, wait, no. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. I was like, she was in the L word. Of course she was in the fucking L word. That's what we're talking about. Uh, she was in Boston Legal. She was in Desperate Housewives. She was in Castle. I've never seen that one. Um, she was in South Pacific in 1974. That's uh, not that. She was in Much Ado About Nothing in 2003. It's not that either. I'm yeah, it's weird. I don't know at... very many of these things. Her face, I, guess I, know her I from think, Desperate is Housewives. just very familiar. You know? I dreamed about Desperate Housewives last night. How strange. It's all coming together. Yeah. She campaigned for Hillary in 2016. That's cool. I mean, most actors did. This is weird. She starred yeah. as Megan Hunt on the ABC medical drama Body of Proof. There's a character named Megan Hunt on Grey's Anatomy. Huh. That's weird. Interesting. Yeah, but it wasn't her. But she was a redhead. I that? mean, I think that might be, like, close to her natural hair color, but I'm not sure. It's very pretty. Yeah. Um. Very so, pretty. yeah, Bet makes out with her, and she's like, I'm married, but I have an arrangement. Wait, no, they didn't make out. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't make out. They began they just, kissing and then Bet pulled away. I'm gonna call it making out. There was lip to lip contact. Kissed. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Then maybe I was just confused because I remember it being like they were almost kissing and then Bet was like, mm, I can't. No, there was lip to lip contact, but Bet pulled away eventually. But she could have okay. pulled away a lot sooner. Yeah. She should have Story of Bet's she, life. Yeah. I bet. Um what else is there even? Uh, I guess we could talk about Laura and Dana. Sure. Uh, Dana does well in tennis. Uh, it's cute seeing her friends be so excited for her when she's yeah. playing. I love nice Shane like getting see her play. Shane getting enthusiastic about her friends' lives is like it always gets to me because I feel like Shane's the kind of character who you expect to be like detached and like judgmental, but she is yeah. like so supportive of her friends doing stuff that she has no interest in doing. And, like, she loves the baby, and she loves, like, it's Dana true. in her little tennis skirt, and it's just, it's so heartwarming, and I love Shane, obviously. Yeah, it's really um, cute. Dana, there's, like, a whole car advertisement for this car that they're renting that's just, like, so fucking stupid, where they're like, look, it's got a sunroof, and the seats go all the way back, and I'm like, yeah, I get it, this was sponsored. And Shh. it's so yeah. awkward. And then, um, yeah, Dana makes out with Laura on the air. Yeah, like, for, really heavily. Like, for way it too was, long. Like, I was watching on 1.8 yeah. speed, and it was still too long. 
it was really weird. Like, I feel like that's super inappropriate. Yeah, it's not good. Not, I like, would... because they're gay, but because, Oh, no, I know. Like... Because that's way too long to be kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, people are so it's gross. so bizarre. Um, yeah. It, the description said she made a, uh, an announcement on the air. Did she do that? No. She <laughs> didn't. She just kissed Laura. Yeah. So, it, okay. Yeah. Okay, I think they really wanted to make it something that it wasn't, and it, yeah, it, was, okay. it wasn't anything. Yeah, it was nothing. But they did mention that she's got her biopsy coming up. Yes. Um, Kit and Mangus addressed their creepy age gap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did like, like when Mangus said that he would wait for her when she was in jail. I thought that was really funny. It was really cute. I actually laughed out loud. At that. I think that's really? the first time I've laughed at the L word. Well, that's awesome. I know. This is progress. I know. Uh, so. Angus is very sweet. I like him. Even yeah. though I don't like Kit having relationships with anyone. Because I don't like Kit. And I, mean, I find her so fucking boring. How could I they do this I hate that you don't career? like her. But, like, I get it at the same yeah. time. They just, they're not giving her anything to do. She just stands there and looks uncomfortable all of the time. That's her role. Yeah. And complains about she how old she is. She also looked really bad this episode. Yeah, she didn't look good. Um, other couples. Um, Jenny and Max. Yes, Jenny and Max. So, uh, Max is, like, spotted. Wait, as... My best friend just got her driver's license! Yay! So, um, the guy who works for Kit, what's his name? Mm, Billy Blakey. Yeah, so he spots Max and is like, that's a trans person. And yeah. was, is like, come to my trans party. And the whole thing is actually kind of sweet, in my opinion. I mean, I'm a cis person, so what the fuck do I know? I, I liked it, it because I think that as a non-binary person, it's important to have trans friends. Yes. And it seemed a little bit clinical, like the descriptions of what top surgery was and everything like that. And it was yeah. a little too on the nose. But it wasn't bad, in my opinion, yeah. the party. Um. And um, it was cool of Jenny to go with Max. And Jenny's actually the one who used Max's name there. And said, you, said she, and said she goes by Max sometimes. And I thought that was cool of Jenny. Yeah. I At the same time, I feel like maybe it was a little unfair. And I feel like Max's face immediately afterwards is really, like, he feels uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and I feel like maybe he what like, i don't know i feel like that should have been his decision yeah that's it was true. weird that billy asked do you go by any other name yeah i think billy's just trying to like ease max into it yeah i don't um, know i i don't know i feel like my fr- friends who are trans guys would like not they wouldn't i don't know i feel like they would be uncomfortable in that situation so i'm gauging based off yeah. of that I think I've heard so much about how bad the trans stuff is going to be in the show that I'm just trying to, like, give it credit for anything that isn't terrible, you know, because I'm just, like, ready. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But, like, it's it's absolutely, like, it wasn't... It wasn't Jenny's place to chime in like that, but at the same time, I like what it says about her character that she did, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it it was sort of an interesting way... For Jenny to say she goes by Max sometimes, it's kind of an interesting 
non-dichotomous gender moment where Jenny's okay with the fact that someone who she thinks of as her, her girlfriend, someone who thinks she thinks of as female goes by a male name sometimes. And she hasn't chosen to, to question that or like put a label on that. That's just the thing that her girlfriend does. And that's yeah. okay. And even though Max is not her girlfriend, it turns out, and Max is not non-binary. Am I correct? Yeah. He, yeah. He's not. Um, it kind of opens up that, possibility and it makes me think that Jenny would be okay with it if he were and that's yeah that's nice that Jenny hasn't yeah. doesn't feel that that need to label Max too strongly at this point I don't know what's gonna happen but yeah yeah um and then she goes and gets Max a suit and he wears it to the party for like Shane's opening but Shane also wears a suit and, like, no one makes a big deal of Shane wearing a suit, but they're all like, Max looks so good. And I don't get it, because they're both wearing suits. Yeah, I think, I mean, I like that we have Shane, who was very butch, but is very comfortable being a woman. I love that we have that representation. Yeah. Um, And I like the contrast between her and Max. So I like yeah. them both there in their suits, showing that, like, at the end of the day, it's just an item of clothing. It's not an identity. And, like, lots of different people can wear suits. And be different people on the inside. I think, I'm just thinking back to the scene last episode when we had all the different lesbians and Max sitting at the table. And it was like, look at this scale of gender representation. Yeah. And I thought that that was just a cool thing to be able to see. And I do, one thing I like about the show is that we are seeing those different ways that a person can quote look like a lesbian like we yeah. had the whole thing with jenny cutting her hair off but jenny grew her hair back yeah and um you know bet is not ultra femme but she doesn't cut her hair off yeah so there's just there's just different ways to do everything and i'm into it yeah all right um is that it for our couples no shane and carmen oh yeah did yeah, they have so any carmen resolution had... mm, yes so Carmen has, like, a gig that she's offered with Russell Simmons, who I thought was the guy that dated Katy Perry, and no, that's not the case. I don't know He's who he is. some, like, black hip-hop artist. Okay, I keep picturing um, Richard Simmons, who it's also not, so. Yeah. Um, and so, yes. I don't um, know. It's she, the same day as Shane's opening, and then they have some sort of little bitch non-communicative fight about... Oh, you don't want me at your opening? No, Carmen. She just wants you to take a good opportunity for your job. Can you stop? And, yeah. Ugh, Carmen's just, being stupid. It's one of those, and like, forced she, miscommunication things that I just find so aggravating. Yeah. It felt weird and stupid and mm-hmm. not them. And then um, Carmen convinces Russell Simmons to come to her, like, Shane's party. Um and then she plays some, like, really shitty mix that she made for Shane. And everyone, like, is like, oh, my God, you made this for Shane? And they all, like, sporadically, like, huddle into, like, the circle of, like, everyone dancing. But it feels like that part of, like, um, when you're in a musical and it's, like, the big dance number and your director is like, okay, you know, like, Try not to all go at the same time. But still, basically, <laughs> everyone goes at the same time. That's what it looked like and felt like. Yes. Oh, yeah. the show. 
is a mess. Has your um, opinion of the show changed in this watch? Yeah, and I yeah. don't like it. I was wondering, because, like, I was... The other day I was on Facebook, and I saw your your post on my wall where you were like, Hannah's doing a podcast with me about the show that I love and think is so important. And I'm like, do they still love it and think it's so important? I... Okay, oh, my God, I was actually talking to my really good uh, non-binary lesbian friend. And um, they've also seen all of the L word. Okay. And they also have similar feelings to me about it. Um, but now that I'm watching it and, like, looking at it with a critical eye, like, I don't enjoy it anymore. And I don't like that. Because, like... I'm sorry. I didn't want... I hate ruining things for people. No, it's okay. Like, I think... So, like, I used to watch it when I was, when I was in high school and I watched it for the first time. I watched it because, like, I was the only, like weird like woman that I knew Mm -hmm. other than my aunts and then um after that I basically would turn it on when I didn't have anything else to watch and it was just like oh this is kind of nice and like sometimes I would do homework and watch it and so it's just like I didn't have to look at it too closely so it was (laughs) enjoyable uh, (laughs) which we've talked about a bit but like now it's I mean I still enjoy sitting down and watching the episodes but when I have to think about it it just falls apart yeah it's it really just doesn't make a lot of sense just like from a narrative no. standpoint um well it makes you know you wonder like how it got from the writer's room <laughs> to fucking know. filming I don't know at some point did someone go wait nobody's gonna understand why our characters are doing this but I don't know I don't think anyone even gave a shit. I know. It was like, I feel like nobody, like, was watching it, like, at the network before they put it on. They were just like, put this on the air! Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like me writing fanfic, and I'm like, not gonna reread it! Just post it! Like, that's what it is. It's just, like, throwing things into the ether. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) But that's fine. Because once we're done with this, we get Queer as Folk, and I have analyzed that a zillion ways already, so it will... It's impossible to make me not like it, so... It cannot be ruined for me. Ugh. You're going to love it. I dislike that. Mm. You're going to love it. I think I'm going to have to hate it on principle. You're going to try to hate it, but you will not be able to. We'll see. That's what I predict. You can hate parts of it. There are definitely characters and plot lines that we can hate. So <laughs> that's fine. You're going to be like, let's talk about this character. I'm going to be like, I don't care. And then we can destroy them and then we'll go back to stuff I do care about. It'll be great. It'll be great. But we gotta get through we'll this. See. Hey, we're almost done, sort of, with season three. We and are not almost done. We're like sort four of. episodes in. <laughs> the, episodes, the seasons are only 12 episodes. And then we just uh, have four, five, and six. And six is short. Six is pretty good. Six is supposed to be terrible. Everyone well, hates it. Well, it's good because Jenny dies, and I like that. That's true. I will enjoy that. But she's also, like, in the whole season, despite being dead. Yeah. I like it because she, like, goes off the walls, and I think that that's really interesting. Yeah. I just know that most people, like, hate six and pretend it didn't happen. Really? I think it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, people really hate it. But I, I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, oh, I'm, well. I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting for Marley Matlin to show up. Once Marley Matlin shows up, I'll be in a much better mood. I think <sighs> she shows up uh, in season four. Yeah, it's season four. I'm very excited. You know how I love her. She was just in town recently because they opened uh, the first signing Starbucks by Gallaudet. <laughs> Yeah. And she was there for the opening. So. Yeah. yeah. I felt her energy. Um, yeah, all her. right. 
You ready to move on to sponsors? I am. Okay, so this week we are sponsored again by BarkBox. Thank you. Because they're awesome. Bark. bark, Um, bark. Yeah, so we've mentioned BarkBox before. They basically will send you shit that you need for your dog, which is a lot because people don't realize this, but dogs are way more needy than cats. They are so much more needy. Um, and so you like need stuff all the time for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but what BarkBox does is they give you four to six natural treats and some toys and a box. And for your cat, like we've mentioned before, your cat <laughs> gets to enjoy the box. Um, <laughs> uh, but your dog gets to eat the treats and stuff. Um, and so basically you can choose like different boxes based on the size of your dog or like, you know, how many boxes you want. So you could do like a one month plan or a six month plan or a 12 month plan, um, which is pretty cool. Um, And I don't think we've even mentioned that before. But now we have. Now we have, which is super cool. Um, And in the stuff that they like sent us to like read, they included just a page with three separate dogs, like, standing next to their bark boxes do they look so happy kind of cute um yeah they all look happy and then one even has his head just like buried in the box well how about that uh i've mentioned before my welcome to degrassi co-host uses bark box for her dogs and the dogs love it my friend loves it everyone's very happy yeah so if you want to get bark box you can go to um well and to get BarkBox, I mean to get your free one month that we are offering to free you. Free box. You go to getbarkbox.com slash lesbian20 and you enter the code PBFEM. Peanut so butter fam. Again, that is getbarkbox.com slash lesbian20 and the code is peanut butter fem, but it's <laughs> PBFEM. So yeah, you do that, you get a free month of BarkBox. Who doesn't like it? Everyone, yeah. Everyone likes it. And then our second sponsor is Ooh. Tomboy Toes. Tomboy Toes, I love. Um, so if you love them, like Hannah does, maybe you should tell us about them, Hannah. Oh, okay. So Tomboy Toes is a queer-owned small business, um, and they make masculine-presenting shoes in small sizes for trans men or non-binary people or butch lesbians or cis men with small feet. Uh, if you are having trouble finding masculine presenting shoes in your size, they can help you. Uh, do you have the specific sizes in front of you that they have? No. Nope. But they're small. So go look. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I looked before and I wear a size five, five and a half. And they oh definitely have shoes in my size. Smallest feet ever. So, um, <laughs> it's also good if you're like me and you're not even masculine presenting, but you have arthritis and... You need shoes that look nice but aren't heels. Um, yeah. And you can make it work. So definitely go there and check out their stuff. So now give us all the info. Yeah. So just go to tomboytoes.com and basically you can just shop there like you would on any other website. But if you want to get a special deal, you're going to have to wait until our November 17th episode where we will give you a special promo code for Black Friday. Yeah. And in the meantime, just buy from them because they're paying us to talk about them and we like them. So yeah, make them and go, man, I'm glad we told them to pay yeah. to talk about us. I'm glad we paid for that. That was worth it for us. Yeah. 
It's important to support queer-owned businesses. Yeah, and to support me and Jesse because we're a queer-owned business. Yeah, we are. Um, which I will talk about how you can financially support us after we do all the other cool stuff that like actually talks about the L word. Fuck yes. Um, so I guess we should talk about um, like the hot or not. No one was hot. Which, um, okay, my hot yeah. is Helena because when she came in to look at Tina's screen when Tina was watching the tennis game she was wearing like a really deep V and it looked nice it was really hot yeah and then she watched and supported Dana yes but I don't care about that I don't care about Dana but she's my hot yeah who's Um, your hot my hot's gonna be Alice for like being way more chill than she has been in previous episodes I guess and I think oh okay so like you know, she watched Dana's game and, like, wasn't really obsessive. And when Dana and Alice talked in this episode, like, it was much more comfortable than it had been in the past. Um, and she didn't make it weird. And I want to give her props for that because she's struggling. Okay. I can respect that. I just hate Alice, so. Um, <laughs> my not is Tina. Always. For just not putting any effort at all into her relationship with Bet. Like, not even the slightest bit. Like, Bet is at least kind of trying. And Tina's just not at all. She's completely checked out, but doesn't have the decency to do anything about it. Yep. So, it's Tina. She's a terrible fucking person. Also, she looks um, really marshmallowy. And are we just supposed to forget that she and Helena have ever had a relationship? Because it feels like they're just pretending this never happened. They are. It's just, the show is so bizarre. There's just yeah. no consistency. I agree. I don't, I don't even know. Okay, who's yours? Yeah, I don't know because I was going to give mine to Tina as well. Oh, just sorry. Just because she sucks so hard. She does. But you I guess bet. maybe... <laughs> um, I mean, Bet wasn't that bad in my book. I think I'm going to give it to Carmen. Yeah, she's for, real bad. Like, yeah, instigating a like weird and pointless fight with Shane. Mm-hmm. And also, like, not valuing an amazing opportunity that's presented in front of her. Yeah, she did look cute with that bow in her hair, though. Yeah, she did. But also, like, I don't know. She should be more career-focused, you know? She should, yeah. And she just... The kind of fight that she started with Shane was very much like, I'm on a TV show and there needs to be a fight about miscommunication. And, like, if someone tried to have that little bitch fight with me in real life, I would just, like, block their number. Like, you can't do that. It's so fucking childish. Yeah. And I just... uh, No. No, thank you. Yep. All right. Um, do you want to talk about what next week is, what it has in store for us? I don't know what next week has in store for us. That's your job. I know. I know. I, I was just asking. That's very sweet of you, but no, I don't have it open or anything. Uh, next week is episode five, titled Lifeline, and Eileen Chaikin is involved. No. I know. It's bad news. Um, Tina finds herself attracted to men once again by going onto the internet sex chat rooms. Boy. Okay, um, Bet discovers Tina's internet sex chat messages. Bet explores Buddhism and also hears good news on the work front. Both Alice and Kit try out the planet's bisexual speed dating hosted by Billy, Kit with Angelica's male nanny Angus, and Alice with a lesbian vampire named Uda, which is weird and I don't understand because Kit's not bisexual and neither is Mangus. And neither is I... Uda, it sounds like. Yeah, so okay. I don't get it. 
Um, meanwhile, Dana receives devastating news that she has breast cancer, which calls for surgery. We already knew this. Yes. Um, Helena pursues the documentary filmmaker Dylan Moreland, despite her claims that she's straight. Um, Moira goes out on the town as her alter ego, Max. Shane's ex-lover, Sherry Jaffe, now divorced and out of the closet, drops by Wax to see her, to talk to her about her new life, which causes instant anger and jealousy from Carmen. Calm down, Carmen. Damn. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Lifeline is going to actually give us plot, so thank we'll you, see. Irene. We'll see. <sighs> yeah. I mean, not that much, but, like, you know. I mean, Dana's going to finally have cancer, so I'm on board. I'm, I'm yeah. ready for this. And Beth's going to finally know why Tina's being such a fucking bitch. Yep, and I'm ready for that, too. I'm just ready for anything to happen, mm. finally. Same. All right, so you guys should financially support us on Steady HQ. You can go to SteadyHQ slash EN slash LOL word because, no, it's not that. I forgot. It's um, <laughs> SteadyHQ slash EN slash uh, so lesbian, so basically. So lesbian. Yeah, um, or you could just Google Steady HQ, that's a lesbian, and it should pop up. Um, and it should also be in the, like, description that we put for every episode because we want you guys to pay us so that we can feed our cats. Thanks. Yep, they're hungry. Um, right now I'm feeding my cats food that my parents lent me, and it gives one of them diarrhea, and it sucks. So. Oh, my fine. God. I know. I always forget that it gives them diarrhea until after I give it to them, and then I have to clean that up. So pay me so I can buy different food for my cats. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, <laughs> that, you could do that. Um, you can also follow us on uh, Twitter. Uh, we are at so lesbian, I think, PPN. Um, and then Hannah is on Twitter as at Hannah Mosk. I'm on Twitter as at Jesse underscore Quinn. Um, you should go and buy Hannah's new book, Salt. And you should also buy every fucking book she's written because they're my favorites. That's true. This is how we have this podcast today. It was because I liked Hannah's book so much that I stalked her. And yeah, now so we're friends. Read my books and then maybe you too could have a podcast with me. Who knows? Yeah. It would be Anything awesome. Anything could happen. <laughs> um... Yeah, so you could do all of those things. We are on Facebook as um, our Facebook group is <laughs> So Lesbian Podcast Fans, and I haven't changed the Facebook page. I'm pretty sure that one is still a LOL word podcast because Facebook doesn't want me to change it. Um, and then I got busy, and then also 11 people died, so I haven't. That, that's been like the last priority so yeah we're just gonna use Eventually that as an excuse for a long it. time we're just gonna talk about 11 dead people whenever we haven't done something uh yeah which is fair mm, yeah okay um thank you guys for listening i guess <laughs> i forgot how we ended this so that's <laughs> That was just, I had to ramble. Thank you guys for um, listening, I guess. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Adopt a cat. Adopt a cat. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.